0: Hello, my loves. Welcome to Bad Witch Podcast, the podcast where we're going to get our witch shit together one while at a time. So um, I wanted to start this week with how did Mercury drag you this week? Um, so it just literally came for me. <laughs> I got in from Lisbon last night. Uh, more on that in a second. And I decided to start recording because I was like, you know, I want to get this episode up on Wednesday, even if it's not right at midnight, because you're my babes and I I can't leave you hanging. It's the middle of Mercury and retrograde. But uh, my my voice clearly has other plans. And also my recording equipment has other plans because in the middle of re-listening and kind of editing it up, chopping and screwing a little bit, the whole system went haywire. So I had to delete everything I recorded last night anyway. So that is instance number one. Uh, so I think I mentioned, I am supposed to be recording from London today. Well, that did not happen. I am not in London. I had to come home from, uh, Portugal because what did happen is that, uh, instance two, which the original instance one before my, uh, first podcast for this week, just went bye-bye, was that uh, my luggage did not make it to Lisbon, even though I did. <laughs> so it made it eventually, which is, we're going to have a fresh perspective on this after I complain about it. Um, so I flew Delta, always fly Delta. I'm a huge fan of Delta. I think they have amazing customer service. How many times can I say Delta. I get to Lisbon, uh, I went to, um, Atlanta, then to Madrid, then to Lisbon, wonderful flights, great service, was actually like, oh, I can't wait to get off this flight. I'm going to tweet about how great it was. You know, I want to pay it forward because people always are dragging airlines on Twitter. (laughs) And then I, I was one of those people for a solid 72 hours. So, um, my bag is not there when we get to Lisbon. I was like, okay, cool. Cool, well, cool, cool. Let's see. I'm only a fashion blogger, so I desperately need my suitcase because uh, the suitcase and all the clothes and all the shoes and most of the products inside were for collaborations and campaigns. So I literally like, n- not just norm- Normally, do I need clothes and underwear and, and toothpaste and deodorant? Yes, but I it, all of my work is missing. <laughs> um, not so funny in the moment. Funny now. So I go and I get on my Delta app and it's showing me that it is in Atlanta. And I was like, no, no, that can't be right. (laughs) So I go to the lost baggage area, you know, the Lisbon um, airport. It's a nice airport. It's just not like dealing with LAX or um, JFK where I can like go find a Delta representative, which may have helped or made it worse. Who knows? So I go and find, uh, the baggage lost baggage office. I file a little claim and they're telling me, Oh, it'll be here at 3 PM today, Lisbon time. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go to the hotel, get checked in. I look like such a ragamuffin, but who cares? We're just going to sleep the first day. Um, I travel like a mama. So (laughs) we're all about our sleep, (laughs) um, in bed by like eight o'clock. So I get to the hotel and the concierge is amazing. So I stayed at um, the Lumière for my first two nights. And then I stayed at the vintage hotel. They're sister hotels. This is just a recommendation. If you find yourself in Lisbon, which you should find yourself in Lisbon, it's amazing. Also more on that later. Uh, so 3 p.m. Cool. Go upstairs, take a nap. I know that's the first rule of jet lag is do not fall asleep. I immediately, um, myself and my, Friend Fallon who came with we we were both like, good night. <laughs> um, three o'clock comes, no luggage. So the concierge, who's amazing at the lumière, she says, Oh, they're gonna bring it um tomorrow morning. Okay, cool. We're just gonna sleep today anyway. Who needs fresh underwear? I can just wear a towel for the night. I can just wear a robe. They do have really nice robes. You know, there's always a silver lining, right? Um, next morning phone call. Hi, uh, your luggage is actually not going to be put on the flight until midnight. Okay. So, um, I already have been losing it on Twitter on Delta <clears throat> for a solid 24 hours. Um, and let, let me say I was very careful with the language I used. I tried and I hope I was as Um, pleasant as possible despite the circumstances because you know we always want to be aware of what we're putting out into the universe we always want to be uh, as kind as we can even through difficulties because that's what we want paid back to us and in the sense of like literally the human being that we're interacting with but also in the way we want things to work out for us you know It, it never hurts your karma to be as nice as you can be despite mercury trying you mercury in the universe everything feels like it's acting against you So, uh, yeah, did not get to me. It was literally sitting in Atlanta, uh, apparently unbeknownst to me. I'm thinking I'm dealing with international airports. There's only one flight a day (laughs) from the U.S. to Madrid and then to Lisbon. So the morning of day three, I finally get my suitcase. I'm like, yes, it has happened. It's everything's going to be great now. Um, oh no, Mercury had more things, more things up her sleeve. Uh, Open my suitcase and pulling stuff out because I have to shoot at the hotel before we can leave. And um, I was like, oh, all my uh, underwear is wet. (laughs) What is this? Some fetish I don't know about? What has happened? And I'm digging through and I'm like, oh no, everything is wet. So uh, my day three luggage that finally shows up is full of wet everything. Everything clothing, shoes, underwear, uh, the plastic bag that I had my toiletries in. So that was trying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So here I am in Lisbon day three of a seven day trip, knowing I'm supposed to go on to London next and then go on to Italy after that. And, um, I'm a fashion blogger with no fashions. Imagine the nightmare. So I am just lighting up Delta. I mean, and, and, you know, part of the frustration is not only has, have my things not arrived in the way that I need them to in the time that I need them to, but then I am taking my time additionally to have to fight about this and to have to, you know, come for y'all for this and to go back and forth and, and you're just not giving me a resolution and all I'm seeking is a resolution at this point. And then they're telling me, Oh, well, Air Europa was your last flight, so you have to deal with it with them, but Delta is the one that left it in Atlanta, <laughs> the home of Delta. So yeah, it was a lot, and I was just, you know, you, you put so much time and energy and money into a vacation, and of course you want it to go perfectly, and of course that's the thing that's not going to go perfectly. Um, I think it's kind of akin to a wedding, right? It's You can plan and plan and pay and pay, and something is going to go wrong. And maybe if I personally, and if this can be my advice to you, is to go into it with the awareness of something's going to go wrong. So, like, if you are ready, you don't have to get ready. <laughs> I was not ready. I was like, pa-la-la, la, everything's perfect. Let's go. I've been waiting for this trip forever. It's my birthday. Uh-uh. <laughs> Mercury had some lessons and swore for me. And, you know, Mercury does like to uh, make us use whatever grace and – and uh Home, we can find in certain situations. It's an exercise and all that. So we got through that, got to the next hotel. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, We decided to just have a spa day. I'm not going to tell you about my whole trip. Who cares? It's, this is like the verbal version of looking at um, like vacation slides. Um, I'm saying all this to say how Mercury got me. Number three is that instance three is I woke up on the morning. Oh no, no, no. I did not wake up on the morning of my 32nd birthday. I could not sleep all night went and got breakfast at the Vintage Hotel. It was so good. I had everything twice. Um, I was just pouring, you know, I can't have coffee. So I was just like pouring pineapple juice and grapefruit juice like directly into my eyes because I was like, "Mm, this is so good. (laughs) And I can't have coffee, so I need some other advice. We decided to take a nap. We're going to go tour like the old, um, old part of the city that day. I wake up about two hours later and have never been sicker. <laughs> so I spent all of my 32nd birthday in bed, sick as a dog. I slept about 20 hours. This does relate to today's topic. So we will get there in just one second. Um. So yeah, that was number three. And then I woke up the next day, I took, I took a lot of medicine and I was okay. I made it through the rest of the trip. Okay. Better than okay. Great. Lisbon is a restorative healing, high vibration, beautiful place. And I mean, beautiful to look at and to experience, but just, it feels beautiful. It's a place where you can feel peace. You can feel connection. Um, It's a great place to connect with the past and to strengthen like your abilities with being able to feel and see things from the past and to connect with your past self there and to go through healing. And also to connect with the natural world because it is really untouched in certain ways. Um, One of my favorite things about Lisbon is you are just two miles from feeling like you're in two different centuries. You know, you can be in the business district and the commercial district and shopping at Louis Vuitton. Of course I went to Louis Vuitton. You know me. But now that I'm 32, I did not spend uh, a bunch of money on a handbag because growth. Um, And then, you know, two miles away, you're in the oldest neighborhood in Europe. It's it was pretty astounding. Um, so I couldn't help but have my trip get better. Uh also so let me let me wrap up the Mercury rewinds. <laughs> so yes, Mercury did come for me. Um, now as of today, three separate ways. Oh, and then also when I went to the airport to check-in, after we had turned everything around, my passport did not scan, <laughs> they could not check me in, and then my TV monitor refuse to work on the plane. So technology got me, you know, Mercury loves to just mess up technology all around you. So yeah. And oh, and that, that was another thing, communication. I am sitting here telling Delta, you know, I, I tend to think I'm a very well uh, spoken, eloquent person. I have an, a degree in English. I, you know, write for a living. I talk to you all of you wonderful angels, not for a living, but you know, on, on a weekly basis. So I think, I think I'm honing my communication skills pretty well at this point. Uh, but it was just talking to Delta. I was like, what don't you get? I cannot be more clear and having to communicate, you know, via, via, via email, or, um, Twitter, it's just, everything's lost in translation anyway. Tone is misconstrued. It's all of those things we literally talked about in the Mercury Retrograde episode. Here it is. Pulling my wig off my head as we speak. <clears throat> Actually, uh, my friend Danielle, who has, uh, You Talk, the podcast You Talk, who I've re- referenced before. She, like, got me into the whole podcasting thing. Go listen to You Talk. Even if you aren't that into YouTube, she's very entertaining. They're extremely entertaining. She's very funny. Um she said she was listening to the Mercury retrograde episode a couple days after it came out and she was like, Oh, you said you were going to lose your luggage. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I do. After you said that, I was like, Oh, right. I think I did say something like, will you lose your luggage? Maybe. Okay. So I did. Um, I didn't lose it. Delta lost it. So, um, there we go. Manifestation. So what are we learning? <laughs> We are learning that, again, we need to be careful about what we say, what we put out into the universe. You say it, you're spelling it, you're speaking it, you're thinking it, it's a spell. It's created. Hello. I did it to myself. Um, One of my fears with traveling, I don't think I've... I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but last year at this exact time around my birthday, I was very, very sick. Um, I'm I'm still not exactly sure what happened, what all came together, but um, I... I have a coffee allergy that I sometimes like to tempt fate with. I have not in a year now. Excuse me, y'all travel allergies and I'm so dried out. Um, But yeah, I got very, very sick because I decided I was going to try to drink coffee again, which I should, I know better. And it was just months of like not being able to keep food down, you know, not to be too graphic, but like everything was just going straight through me Um, or or coming back out. So um I am very aware of that and now I have a lot of wonderful techniques to deal with that. I mean, I lost about 20 pounds in five or six weeks I was so sick I, I got to have a very lovely colonoscopy uh, that was not fun. Um, but I made it. I'm on the other side of it, right? but I am always aware that it, maybe it's something that could come back or maybe uh, you know just to be on top of what could potentially happen. So I think that thinking about that so much manifested it for me, especially on my actual birthday, because there is a big part of me is like, okay, don't get sick. You don't want to get sick. If you get sick, it's going to ruin your trip. It's going to ruin the person's trip with you. And, you know, that constant running dialogue, even if we aren't saying it out loud, even if we aren't spelling it out anywhere, we're thinking it. And that is enough for some of us to manifest. I mean, if you're a strong manifester, like I am... That's all it takes. And, you know, it's that repeated, like, rhythmic kind of loop chanting that happens in your head. I mean, it's percussive. And you are putting into, like, a cadence of a spell when you're doing that. So Mercury got me. I got me. Are we not our own worst enemy? Even with, like, outside circumstances and forces coming for us at all times. So other than that, and, you know, I, I think it was... In the long run, I'm I'm trying to change my perspective on the whole thing because the first three days, it was just... It was. It was hellish. It was miserable. Um, especially for someone who tries to be so prepared for everything. And I'm a control freak. I, I love... Oh, I love control. It's just... Mm, it's just so good. Um, I I have found that... And I think I've mentioned this before. The universe is always trying to teach me patience. And it's always trying to teach me to like let go of the reins a little bit. So... Instead of saying, well, my luggage got lost and it's going to ruin my entire trip. um it didn't, it didn't ruin the second portion, but I just had to come home and deal with the fact... Had my everything shown up dry, um, I would have gone on to London and be in London today like I was supposed to. But I am a germaphobe. <laughs> like, yo, witch over here is a germaphobe. I can't take it. And because I don't know what actually was on my clothing that was wet and how long it had sat and what bacteria and cultures had sprung to life. <laughs> I had to come home and like deal with all that and use the, the highest, hottest water heat I can find. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could look at it as that ruined my trip, but it didn't ruin it. I still had five, four amazing days in an amazing country with one of my amazing friends. And so it has been an exercise in perspective um, and perspective is something I've really been trying to bring into my witchcraft more in the past six months to a year is like, let's not look at the initial pre- uh, presentation of something. Yeah. My luggage was lost. Yeah. I got really sick, but because my luggage was lost. Now I have a credit with Delta, um, which, you know, if you go after them as hard as I did, you get one. apparently. <laughs> and now I get to travel more for, for, for free or for less of a cost, which is the most important thing in the world for me. So, um, you know, traveling like that is, that is everything to me. So the, the universe paid that back to me, even though it presented itself as this horrible situation. Um, you know, so I'm just trying to change my perspective on things and it alleviates my like intensity to control things because ultimately I, I can only control what I can control. And sometimes The only thing I can't control is like how I'm going to react to something or what my attitude is going to be. I can't control that they left my luggage in Atlanta. I can't control that everything was wet inside. I, I couldn't make my luggage get to me any faster than it was going to, but I could control that. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to wear a dress that you happen to bring. Thankfully, I have like my kind of cute Adidas so I can still take pictures that I need to take and we're going to go for it you know? So I think it was a lesson in that. And, you know, I do, I think I have, I said last week, I can't, it's been such a blur since I recorded, um, that Mercury is out here to teach us lessons (laughs) that they come in like horrific circumstances. So that has been Mercury in retrograde for me. That is my update. We have two ish more weeks to go. Um, I would love to hear how it's been going for you. I've, I've been seeing, some of my like Facebook groups that y'all have been going through or two, I'm so sorry that it's just been a wild and wacky experience for all of us all around, but you know, that's what she is. And, uh, we just got to shift our perspective and be prepared. Like we talked about last week to get through, you know, all those, that list of like, this is how we can kind of combat it and using our aquamarine that hopefully when we went out and got, and we're just, we're going to get past it. Y'all, we only have two, two and a half more weeks. Check in with me, send me emails, thebadwitchpodcast.gmail.com. We can commiserate together. Did you lose your luggage this week? Did your computer crap out on you when you were trying to record your podcast for your favorite people? (laughs) Um, Yeah, always send in emails. You know, I tell you every week, send in emails. Do not be shy about it. I promise I respond to everyone. I will get back to you. It's very important to me that we have an open communication as a coven and you feel like you can come to me. Not just about the topics we're talking about, but you know, any advice that you feel like you need, any advice you want to give. If you said, if you said, <laughs> okay, i have only a little jet lagged, only been back in America for a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, so the accent's coming out. I'm, I'm a little tired. Um, but yeah, if, you know, any rituals I've given you, any spells I've given you, and I know I haven't given you guys actually, <gasps> sorry, not you guys, um, you all. Uh, any like true hard spells to do. We've been talking about, uh, more just like rituals and practices lately. I'm going to give you an actual, um, spell at the end of today's podcast. If I remember, I'm going to remember, I'm going to try really hard to remember. Um, but yeah, uh, anything, feel free to reach out. I love talking to you. And even though I, even here, I feel like I am talking to you and I I know we're kind of in a dialogue. Like really, I want to talk to you. So send me emails. Okay, so that's the Mercury and Retrograde roundup (laughs) for this week. Who knows what fresh hell awaits us this coming week and the week after, but it doesn't matter because with the right rituals and the right attitude and the right perspective, we're going to get through it. Me, you, all of us, because you know what I'm going to say. That's right. We deserve good. We deserve so much good. Oh, also real quick, Lisbon, um... I think I already said it, but just one more time. It is beautiful. It is so steeped in history. And I I love that feel. You know, it's just America doesn't feel old enough for me. Uh, and a lot of our history and legacy isn't the best, <laughs> especially for a black woman as I am. Uh, it's uh, going back in time for me, like, for example, growing up in the Deep South was, like, going to plantations. Uh, don't go to a plantation. Don't tour them. Don't don't support them. Don't get married there. If I see you do that, I will uh, come for you harder than I came for Delta. <laughs> plantations are legacies of horror and brutality that um, shall be bulldozed. Okay, so that is my controversial <laughs> opinion, except it's not controversial because plantations are horrible. Um, but yeah, so a lot of our history is steeped in things like that. Um, you know, Jim Crow oppression, racism, Yeah, I don't need to tell you, you know, um, but you know, when you go to Europe and and not to say that Europe is a perfect place without problems, it's clearly not, but I, I am an old soul. I feel invigorated and re-energized being in a place that is just like brimming and steep to the top of its like very cobblestone streets in history. And so here's my recommendation for Lisbon. My favorite area was Alfama. Alfama. Who knows? Um, My Portuguese is terrible. (laughs) I can only say the hotel, which is the Lumière. But it is stunning. It's so beautiful. It's what you think of when you think of Lisbon. It's all the like red and orange tiled white houses and the rolling hills and the cathedrals and the old castles. And you just walk the streets. You just wind the streets. You, you wind the streets. You walk the winding streets. <laughs> You're just tripping over cobblestone. You're tripping over stairs. I'm a very clumsy person. I have a bad ankle for years of ballet. So, um, you know, you just walk. You just breathe, and you just experience, and you just heal. And you see, you see people that are just living this life that you wish that you could step away from everything and live in this beautiful, quiet little part of this bustling city that still feels like it's, it's centuries away. Um, you know, you see people outside just like hanging their laundry off of these balconies that are just covered in flowers. And it's so beautiful. It's just, you know, not to like simplify people's everyday lives and to give it this like fairy tale narrative, but it does feel a little removed from the modern world and from reality. And I don't mean modern world in like the two (laughs) thousands. I mean the modern world of like just the rushing and the going and then not stopping to take a second to look at the world around you. Um, it's just, it's stunning. So yes, go to Lisbon, go to Alfama, sit in, sit at the um, Miraduras do Sol. Maybe that's how it's pronounced. Look at the city, have a cafe and just breathe it in. Uh, it's a high vibration point. It's a, a really good place for healing. I think that the reason I was able to snap back so much from what was going on was because I was in a place that had such a positive, high energy. I was in a place that offered so much healing, a place that was like a mix of, you know, modern world that we're so used to of like the shopping and the cinema and the cinema. I sound 80. <laughs> going to see the shows at the cinema. Uh, and then, you know, a few minutes away, I could be down at the river and touching, you know, these stone walls that have been there long before I have been and long after I will be gone. So, yes, Lisbon travel recommendations, check. All right, so we done Mercury, we've done travel. Now on to this week. Okay, so I am in a – you know, every time I talk to you all – it. I'm always in a really high energy space because I just love this. I love our community. <clears throat> you're just the best part of my week but I, I want to approach the next thing we're going to go to with um, with the reverence and the seriousness that it deserves. So I'm gonna mention this right now at the top to lead us into our topic for this week. Um, so on Sunday, Um, I'm sure everyone has seen by now that there was a plane crash with Ethiopian airlines. Um, I do want to take us not a second. I want to take a minute or, you know, just give us a space of silence to offer our prayers and our condolences and our, our love and our light to the victims of that crash and to their families because it is horrific. It is, it's just, Ugh, it's just the loss of human life like that, the, the tragedy of it, the the violent way that it happens. Like, so let's just give them a space right now from us to everyone that has experienced that, um, that went through it, whether they, they actually perished in the flight or were like directly affected by it. So let's do that now. Okay. So I bring that, that, um, the the plane crash up to get into our topic this week, which is, uh, dreams. I promise this isn't going to like turn into a very somber topic. I I just, I wanted to pay respect and reverence to that in the correct way because it, because lives were lost and the connection to dreams and the connection to my birthday is, I'm trying not to, to talk about this in a way that makes it about myself. You know, because this is a tragedy, and it, it has nothing to do with me. It is not about me. It is not about any of us that didn't have to go through it. Even though it does affect all of us. Okay, I'm gonna try not to go into a whole spiel and tangent. Um, but it does it does affect all of us in the fact that, like, you know, we are travelers. We live in this world where we're all going all the time, and we want to see the world. And travel is a lot of people's like number one um, ambition is, is to travel more and to go through all kinds of destinations. And so it affects effects, affects you know, I don't know us in a way of like, it heightens fear for everyone right now. You know, they're, they're grounding the plane that they think may have the connection with, um, well, cause it was the same plane with the line airlines flight, just another horrible tragedy. Like, Oh, just send please to all of those people that also perish in that flight, just send them you know, what you can. It's, it's just horrible. I I can't even go on too much about it because it's just horrible. And there's not so much you can say about it um, besides trying to send out love and healing and prayers for those people. Um, But yeah, so it it does, it does stem up this, this fear with all of us because we're travelers and in one way or another, and even though flying is honestly the safest way to go around the world, Things like this happen and things like this are what obviously are going to make the news <clears throat> and create this, this fear, this anxiety that a lot of us already have. And it just plays on that a lot. You know, we've talked about on this podcast about how fear is, is an evil and it loves to breed more fear. And once it gets in it, it plants that seed and it just grows out roots through your body and through your spirit and through your mind. Um, and it takes over. It's, it's like an invasive species almost. So, yes, when something like that happens, it's the fear and the anxiety that comes up that we experience, even if we are not the first hand or second hand people that experience the actual tragedy itself so of course, it like I said, it's something I want to approach with reverence and I want to approach with all the respect that I can um and so what i'm going the way I'm connecting it it, it connects um the way it's going to be a part of this episode and why I brought it up and saying it's about my birthday is this, um, I sometimes as witches, as spiritual beings, when we are, um, going through a period where we're kind of like level, I always call it leveling up. I've said that on here before in our spirituality, uh, or in our practice where we are becoming more powerful, we will go through a purge period. Um, you will notice this around the full moon. You will nurse, notice that, notice it. Wow. Notice it, uh, during mercury and retrograde, just because everything is stirred up, you will notice it, um, when you are coming in through a new cycle. So a birthday is a cycle period for us. You know, it is when we enter this plane, it is, it is the one day that is about us, even though we do share it with other people. So you may notice a purging before. Oi, yo, yo. Okay. Thought I turned off all my text notifications. Apparently not. Um, So yeah, you will go through a purge period. A lot of times you will probably start to notice this, that, you know, these feelings of being sick or maybe being sick to your stomach one day or two days, they tend to link up with astrological, I was about to say astronomical events and he gets more sleep, astrological events. Um, or even if you, when I first started doing candle magic, oh my gosh, because that was something I connected with so deeply and it really was one of, one of my places of power uh, I would be sick to my stomach. Just, I would light a candle, save my spells, transfer my energy to it. And I would have to go <laughs> lay down. I would be knocked out for hours. Um, I would be so nauseous. It would just hit me like a wave of magic, you know, for lack of a better term. And so, um, I was, I was sick, which I, on my birthday, which I feel like was a, an accumulation of stress. And, you know, I do t- tend to have a problem stomach and, uh, you know, these are facts about me. I'm an anxious person. Uh, so yes, I do think part of it was legitimately that, but the fact that I slept like an insane amount also makes me think, and it was just, it was just a purging. It was a physical purge. It was not to give too (laughs) many details. not sorry. TMI. Um, not sorry. We're adults. We can talk about this stuff. Um, but the, the purging of it, I, part of me also feels like the intensity that came with it. And like the fact that I was knocked out and just, and just kept going into either like a lucid sleep or like a deep state where I was deep state. I don't think that's what that phrase means. Um, I was in a deep, deep sleep where I was, okay, let me just, I'm, I'm talking so much. I'm back. I'm excited to be back on the podcast. So saying all that I was purging, um, because I was preparing for a new cycle for myself. I was entering and I, I think I've mentioned this before too. Um, when I was 30 was really when my powers like came online for real. Like I teen witched out here, <laughs> like I woke up and there it was, they were back and they were like full force. So every year it's my thirties. I, I feel that they are getting stronger and stronger. So, um, all that to say, <laughs> this week's topic, what, like an hour in, is dreams. We are going to talk about dreams this week. So this is how it connects back to the horrible, tragic, may those people find peace um, plane crash that happened on Sunday. My birthday was on Friday. I I think I've said this before. I, uh, I barely get restful sleep because... I am either lucid sleeping or I have gone to another plane in my sleep or I'm having premonitions and visions. (laughs) So it is rare. Or I'm like dreaming about an ex-boyfriend. So even with like the few times I'm actually just in like sleepy land, I'm dreaming about a a boy or man, no, a boy, a man, I don't know, a creature, a cretin who has (laughs) done me wrong at some point. So Um, yeah, we're going to talk about dreams this week because a lot of us, um, manifest in our dreams. A lot of us do spell work in our dreams actually. And a lot of us have the gift of premonition and the way that it likes to come to us is through our dreams. It is, it is, um, even though like dreams and nightmares and especially I was about to say sleep apnea. No, no, no. Sleep paralysis can be very jarring. It's something that also, you know, a dream, it like it it wafts away as you're waking up, as you're coming out of that state. So, oh, and a, a lot of us also have medium and psychic ability through dreams, um, and it kind of is the, the most gentle way, if it doesn't feel gentle in the time, for us to dabble in that practice and for us to be able to, like, accept it in. You know, we live in this world where we're always told, oh, witchcraft doesn't exist. Um, magic isn't real, astrology isn't real, ghosties aren't real, it's all real. We know it's real, we wouldn't be here if we didn't know it's real. And you know, some people need to start believing it's real, and maybe things would turn around for them a little bit. You gotta kind of believe in magic for it to work for you, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> that's another day, another podcast, another day. Um, so dreams, I always say I'm not a psychic medium, I do not uh, have a relationship with the dead where I can talk to them in that way, where I can see them. But in dreams, I, I will commune with them. They will come to me. That is, you know, we haven't really talked about like the afterlife and people move on and all the theories that can go with that. Uh, maybe we'll tackle that one day. I don't ever want to get too religious-y, even though, you know, witchcraft is a, 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 to me, it's a religion. You know, Wicca is an actual religious, voodoo is a religion. You know, what we practice has religious-ish roots. Um, you know, I don't want to get into a big talk about like, well, I was raised Catholic, so this is where all my stuff comes from. <laughs> all my stuff, all my issues. Uh, there's so much to talk about with this topic. I didn't I didn't realize it was gonna be so much to talk about. I just was like, yes, I need to talk about this because of what I experienced, which is this on Friday when I'm in the middle of purging, um I yes, okay, wait, hold on. So yes. i people that have passed on know that dreams are the safest way to go to the living because we are much less likely to freak out. If we see, um, for me, it's my grandpa. He will come to me in my dreams a lot. It's much, it's much easier on me. And that's what they're concerned about, especially our loved ones that they don't want to scare us. They will come to us in our dreams versus, uh, being an apparition in the corner of the room at three in the morning. That's not how they want to see. if they know that they come, um, with love and they come, to show us that they're that they're okay, so we'll be okay. You know, it, it really is a service for us. Um, so yes, I wanted to go back and, and finish that topic. So anyway, back to where this is all coming from. On Friday, when I was having these uh, fever deep, half deep, half lucid, uh, different plane of existence dreams, one of my dreams was about a plane crash. Um, it was horrific. It was jarring. Um, I hate having dreams like that, but unfortunately I tend to have them with a frequency. Um, so in the dream, and this is how I know it wasn't so much a dream, but a premonition or a vision was that I was inside of a person on the plane. So I was watching the action happen. It wasn't me doing it. Um, I have had this happen specifically specifically with plane crashes a few times. So I also had um, the same dream before the Lion Airlines flight also tragically went down. So this is why I wanted to talk about dreams today. Um, Because it is, it is—it I know it happens for a lot of us that we see things before they happen and we get that sense of deja vu. And a lot of it is because of dreams we've had. Um, even when I was in my hotel in Lisbon, I looked up at one point and I saw the window in the bathroom and I was like, oh, I've been here before. I I knew that this was coming. I knew I would end up in this spot and that came from a dream. And I wanted to, so I wanted to broach it this week because as witches, we should always be using our powers for good, right? Not evil. Tempting though it may be at times, (laughs) especially at Delta, but no, 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 (laughs) no, Delta is fine. We're all, we're square now. Um, but you know, we should always be using, whether it's for good for ourselves, good for other people, good for, for the good, for the greater good, we should always be using our powers for good. Um, which can be hard when we don't have control of our powers, like back to control. I know I've said this whole thing of like, well, you can't have control of everything. You kind of just have to do what you can. But with our, our powers and our practice, we can get control. It's, it's practice. We are doing it to become the best that we can at it. Not to say that we'll we'll be the best and we'll be like, hey, I'm done. I don't ever have to learn anything else about this. Of course not. We're always going to grow. We have this whole lifelong, long life, hopefully, you know, God is willing to develop our practice and to become as strong as possible. Um, but, yeah, it should always kind of serve the greater good. You know, one of the major tenets of witchcraft is you're not going to hurt other people. You're not going to do anything that is going to cause hurt to other people. I mean, at least you shouldn't, right? Um, Do the spells you're going to do, cast what you want, manifest what you want, but not never at the detriment of someone else. We just don't play that. That is to target someone else, to want to intentionally cause someone else pain. It's just ugly. And if you're coming from an ugly place, then ugliness is what's going to return to you times three. Rule of three, babes, always. So here comes the homework portion. <laughs> you didn't think you weren't going to get homework, right? Just because I'm coming off vacation. No, no, no. So uh, whew, I feel like I've said so a hundred times. Uh, I'm tired. I, whew, It was a long trip. the a long day. long flight back. I walked like three miles through airports. Not to complain, but I hate walking. <laughs> I don't hate walking, but I hate walking through airports because you're just meandering through like Vaguely pretzel smells. Anyway, so our homework this week is to go in hand with the fact that I am finding a lacking in my own practice and my own abilities, which is I do have these premonitions of events. I've also had them before, um, certain terrorist acts. I've had them before other accidents and it's always within like a two, three day window To me, and not in a sense to be like hard on myself necessarily, but it is, I feel like it's a bit of a feeling that I see these things coming, but I don't know what to do with them. I don't know who to tell. I don't know if, even if I told someone it would make a difference and maybe in a case where it's something so big, like a plane crash, I mean, I'm just one voice, what am I going to do about it? But when I'm having premonitions about things that I can affect and I can you know, hope to help people and stop something bad from happening, I want to harness that. That is part of my gift. And these gifts that we have are natural gifts because we're supposed to spread them out into the world and make the world a better place. I know this is very like hands across America right now, but because there was such a tragedy that just happened and one that happened, you know, five months ago, not that long ago, I'm, I'm coming from a place of how can we make the world around us a better place, even if it can't be, on this huge actionable scale, how can we do it in our own way? Because life is just so short and you never know what's, well, some of us do know what's going to happen, but like, what can we do about it? So this is where our homework comes in. I find that my lacking with my premonitions through dreams, visions through dreams, dream gift. We're going to call it the dream gift for, for this podcast is that, uh, I don't know how to harness it. Like I said, and I don't, I don't have any control over it. I see these things. I wake up. I go, oh, that was weird. Oh, that was scary. Oh, that was jarring. And then I just kind of sh- try to shake it off. And then something happens in the real world, and I'm like, ah, damn. Okay, I, I should have paid more attention to that. I should have not, not just been like, oh, that was a nightmare. At this point, with the instances that it has occurred, it's not just a nightmare at this point. At this point. At this point. At this point. <laughs> Oh, man, I have such a rhythm to the way I talk. I just say the same like four phrases over and over again. And so, so your homework this week is dream journal. Listen, I know this sounds very middle school, like wake up and write down what you dreamed about, but it's a, it's a really a good thing to do because even if we're not having direct premonitions and visions in our dream, our dreams are telling us something. Our subconscious is telling us something. It's, it's not your brain just turning off and I mean, your brain, I think, works harder in your sleep, right? <laughs> because, number one, your body's trying to keep you awake because it thinks you're dead. And, um, did I read that somewhere? Yeah, I think, like, sometimes when you jolt in your sleep, it's because your body's trying to be like, hey, every, everything good? We're cool. Um, <clears throat> and your brain, <clears throat> and especially your subconscious brain, is trying to give you the tea, honestly, during that time. Um, it is showing you decisions you need to make. It's showing you. Um, you know, the future, the places you're going to end up, it it kind of is always trying to prepare you, but then we wake up and we're like, Oh, that was a dream. And we move on into our next day. And meanwhile, we're leaving behind this really important information. So I challenge you, and this is something I'm going to challenge myself with as well. I trust me, I do the homework right along with y'all. Even I probably don't do it as well as you all do (laughs) because I'm a bad witch, but I, I do it every week with you. So every morning when you wake up, every night when you wake up, depending on what your schedule is, even if you wake up from a nap, before you pick up your phone, before you check an email, before you brush your teeth, eat a croissant, whatever. Croissant. I'm so bougie. Ew. Eat I oh, I don't know how to say it in French. <laughs> because I used, I used to live in France. That's the only reason. Uh, eat a bagel, eat a bowl of cereal, whatever. Before you do any of that, while you are still those little threads are still connecting you to the dream world. Write down everything you can because there are messages there that need to be received. It doesn't have to be anything as big as, um, you know, an accident or, uh, anything that is going to be something so huge. It could be a decision that you're stuck on. It can be, um, a message you need to send to someone else. It could be that, that a relative or a loved one has visited you and just, you know, the act of waking up is a little jarring in itself because, especially how you're woken up, sometimes you're just totally snatched out of that world and then you, you make yourself get into your task for the day so quickly that everything there is lost and, and that's kind of violent, you know? Um, I'm one of those people that hates being woken up. If you wake me up, I will curse your name. It's it's the one time I ever allow myself <laughs> to do tur- curses and hexes. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Uh, but I I will curse. I will be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Do not ever do that. Um, it's just, You know, it's rude. Don't wake people up, especially because someone like me, who is a witch that happens to be very dream prone, uh, you might be taking me out of something that I really need to know. You might be taking me out of something that someone else needs to know. And I... If there's anything that we can't kind of force ourselves to control, it's our dreams, you know? And so, mm, which isn't totally true. Some people do have the ability to go back into a dream or to um, put themselves into a certain situation. Like, you can ask your subconscious to do that. We'll go back to that in a second. But, you know, our dreams are... they they kind of run us. We don't run them. So it's really important that we're going to take this next week and hopefully make this an everyday practice from there. Just write down as much as you can keep a notebook by your bed. You should, you should have a notebook by you um, by your bed all on your altar anyway. So you can write down your manifestations. Hello. And write down your spells that you're coming up with for yourself. Write down spells that I give you, um, you know, that you're getting from other sources It's always good to write it down. I'm telling y'all spelling is a spell, Write All that stuff down. So yeah, keep a notebook by your bed. Get up uh, before you even like yawn (laughs) and go, and kind of enter this world again. Write down what you can remember. Don't, and then don't sit with it after that. Close the book, put the pen away and go do what you need to do with your life. But after that full week of doing it, go back. And read and look for common threads, look for common themes, look for common people. There's just so much there that we're not harnessing. And that, again, that's where I'm feeling, where I'm finding a failing in my witchcraft right now is that I'm having visions and premonitions and I'm not doing anything with them. And I need to do something with them, even if it's, again, on a smaller scale. So, yeah, that's your homework this week. We are going to write down what we're dreaming about. We're going to look for trends in those dreams. We're going to find a way to make our our genes, our dreams actionable. <laughs> so we can use, use that gift. We can harness that gift in a way that's beneficial to ourselves and others. That's why we're all here. You know, that's why we do all this stuff. That's why we are imbued, 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 I think, Like I'm an English major and I'm a a very eloquent and I don't know what words are. Uh, We're imbued with these gifts for this reason. I hope that's the word. If not drag me. (laughs) So yeah, this week dreams. Um, I always tend to say that I don't, I feel like the dream world is another plane within itself. I think that you actually experience going somewhere else. Um, and I can say for me personally, let's talk about it. Okay, so sleep paralysis is something that I find witches tend to go through a lot. (laughs) Because when you have natural power, or you have a power that you've cultivated, um, things around you will try to come for that power. And you know what I mean, right? Uh, Sleep paralysis is a son of a bitch. I hate it. I will go to whatever extremes I can to not experience it. And when I do experience it, and this is not your homework. This is just something that you should also be cultivating in your practice, especially if you are a very dream prone witch, like I said, you need to be able to recognize when you are not, I don't want to say not safe, but when you are in a situation that you need to remove yourself from. Um, lucid dreaming. Uh, you need people to recognize, hey, I'm in a dream world and I need to remove myself from it. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. So sleep paralysis is kind of the perfect time to hone that (laughs) because you will go through a moment where you're like, this isn't real, pull yourself out of it. Um, my number one tip for avoiding sleep paralysis, and this honestly may be a cultural family thing. I don't know if it's something that other people experience. Please let me know. Um, email me of course, if this is the same for you, but within my family with the women specifically, we cannot sleep on our backs because we will have sleep paralysis every time. If I I will make a conscious effort to not fall asleep on my back, although that is the most comfortable position for me. Um, so rude. But when I wake up out of a sleep paralysis, and I don't want to say when I wake up, when I I wake myself up, when I it's kind of hard to explain, but like my projection will come and wake myself up. Um, I'm on my back, and I'm just like how. Hey. Yeah. I I purposely didn't sleep on my back. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, sleep paralysis. It, oh man, it sucks. Um, my best advice for trying to call yourself out of it is to, and and see, it's not even advice I can necessarily give because you just have to experience it enough that you are aware of the situation and aware that you're in control of the situation and that you can bring it to an end when you're ready. Also, I know we haven't done crystal in week. We're going to do it in a second. I just wanted to get through all this stuff first. And I know I should I, at the beginning it would make more sense, but I'm going to put it at the end. I'll tell you why in a second. Um, well, there's not actually like a rhyme or reason. It's just I wanted to talk about all this dream stuff in bulk and then get to the crystal because the crystal uh, stone, whatever I'm calling it, is kind of an afterthought because talking about the dreams was like. The most important part, because it's a really broad topic. <laughs> not that our crystal is not always important. Um, but since we're going to kind of, we're kind of talking about like, oh, we have the dream. And then this is the part that we're being conscious of. And this is the part that we're practicing. That's why I'm putting this down at the end. Okay. So anyway, I know. <laughs> Exposition. Um, so yes, paralysis it's kind of one of those things you're just going to have to practice when unfortunately occurs. But my advice to you is if you do experience it in that way, try not to sleep on your back. Um, you know, I'll always, if you're feeling a bit of unease, I, I find that that's when it tends to happen more. Always feel free. Like I've said before, call Archangel Michael, be like, yo dude, um, I'm just feeling a little uneasy. I feel like something may be around me, maybe trying to lurk in my dream state. And we're not allowing that here. Please use your sword to get that the hell away from me. <laughs> you know, because sleep paralysis, like all through different cultures, which this could be a whole other podcast again, a whole other episode. Um, There's all these theories on what sleep paralysis is. Is it um, an evil spirit sitting on your chest? Is it, um, you know, in mythology and folklore we have all these like evil women witch characters. <laughs> so is it like this witch hag character that's coming to take your youth and your essence and no. Okay. Let's stop the old hag witch narrative. Witches are beautiful and old, young, whatever you happen to be, whatever body you come in, we're beautiful and we're full of love and we're passing that love onto the world. So stop with this like misogynistic narrative. Not all of you. I know it's not you, but just like the patriarchy and society in general. Anyway, <laughs> got myself worked up. Um, but yeah, so is, is it, a, uh, the witch hag? Is it, an evil spirit? Is it the demon? Is it, you know, the devil? Is it whatever, whatever these cultural beliefs are? Um, it is something, it is something that is lurking. It is something that wants to steal that gift, that essence, that light. It's coming for that light, you know, that we all have inside of us, especially as witches. So that's why you do have to protect yourself. That's why you do have to call yourself out of it as quickly as you can. If you can, that's why you should take steps to avoid it. For me, it's not sleeping on your back on my back for you. It may be avoiding a certain food, avoiding a certain stimulant, stimulant, what is a stimulant? Stimulant. Stimulus. Very eloquent. Um, Yeah. So sleep paralysis sucks. Uh, Try to avoid it. There's, the few ways I know how to do it, I try to do it. I will still wake up and, um, have to wake myself out of it and be like, Oh, I'm on my back. How rude. So there's that. And then something I have found, which I think I brought up in the very first podcast. I don't know why I keep like referencing back podcasts. I can repeat myself. There's literally nothing wrong with that. There's people here for the first time. Hi, welcome. Love you all. Um, I also will astral project in my sleep, which is, uh, the step worse than sleep paralysis. (laughs) Because you know, when we are in, when we are asleep when we are in this dream world, in this different plane of existence, we are, our physical body is vulnerable. It is a very vulnerable time, even though it's a powerful time, even though it is a time of revelation and something that is really important to our witchcraft. And that's why I'm like, I'm pushing you this week to do this homework of writing stuff down. It's also a very, very, very vulnerable time, especially for your physical body. If you have a tendency to astral project, and we will go back to astral projection, trust me, um, your body is empty. Something is going to try to crawl up in that body, and we do not want that, okay? (laughs) Your body only has enough space for your spirit, for yourself, for your light, and um, you don't want anything else getting in there. It it belongs to you. You claim your body and you protect it. Um, What I have noticed, um, I only ever astral projected my sleep. It is never something I would consciously do. And um, we will do a full episode on it. I will go more in depth there. But basically for the reasons I just listed, I am not going to leave my physical body vulnerable. I'm not going to remove myself from my body and not allow myself back in. When you astral project, you are connected to your body with a silver string. We will, again, talk about it more later. So you can always get back to it. But, you know, it's like leaving. You don't want to leave your bags unattended. You never know what someone might try to put in it or take. Um, so I I will astral project in my sleep. Um, my body will do a full vibration. And um, even the very first time it happened, I remember it was in my apartment in Los Angeles. Uh, my, like, first apartment in Los Angeles. I would vibrate and all of a sudden I would feel this like rubber band snap and I was standing next to my body in my apartment. So I knew it wasn't a dream. It was very tangible. Um, and I was like, Oh no, Oh no, I don't like this at all. (laughs) I remember that very first time I started vibrating. And even though I didn't know what was happening, my, my instincts, my, my, you know, animal brain, my, like, you know, ancient nature, whatever, whatever I'm trying to say, went, uh-oh, danger. I knew that this wasn't something good. I knew that it wasn't something I wanted to experience. And, you know, it must be something that I was able to do in past lives as well, because I recognized it immediately. So all of a sudden, blah, 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 vibrate, 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 next to my body, hi. So when this happens you know, depending on where I'm traveling, where I'm staying at the time, I'm kind of, you know, a nomad, I'm all over the place. Uh, I will run. If other people are in the house, I will run and try to wake them up to get help because that is, is just, I don't know, it's just how my, my spirit processes it. And then, or I will stand next to myself and be like, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, get in, get in, get in, get in. And then when I open my eyes, I'm back in my body. So there's dreams for you where we do, I believe, exist on another plane. It's not just, well, I mean, yeah, it is brain activity and it is, you know, us going to sleep and we're having dreams. I believe that a lot of dreams actually take us to a different plane and we're existing in another plane of reality that we aren't able to access just in our day-to-day lives because we don't allow ourselves to access them. Then there's sleep paralysis, the worst. And then there's astral projection (laughs) where you don't, you don't have to be asleep to do it, but you do have to be in like a meditative state um, and try try not to do that. For now, it, we'll talk about it later. I keep saying that, but yeah, we will talk about it later. So, homework this week again. Uh, as soon as you wake up, just write down what's there. Write down who you saw. Write down who came to visit you. It's, especially with like my grandpa, who I love dearly and miss dearly. Um, sometimes I won't remember for a few days that I saw him because, you know, I wake up and I check my email immediately or whatever. Um, get up in the group chat, see what celebrities like going down for bribing their kids into USC or whatever. (laughs) Wild. Right. Um, and then a couple days later, I'll, the, the dream will come back to me and I'll still be kind of, you know, something will remind me of him and I'll be like, Oh my God, he came to see me. And instead of having this moment with him and enjoying it right there and, and listening to what he had to say to me, I just let it walk away. You know, it just billows away like smoke when you wake up. And maybe I did miss part of the message that he had for me, or maybe I did miss, um, you know, some of the love that he came to show me in this dream and just to to let me know he's okay, so I'm Okay. And you don't want to miss out on messages from other from people that have passed on. You don't want to miss out on any actionable premonitions, especially if you can help other people. You don't want to, you know, if you're debating, should I get this new job? Uh, should I leave my old job? Should I move to this new place? Should I end my relationship? A lot of those answers your subconscious is presenting to you in your dreams. But then we're all like, oh, good morning. What's on Instagram? <laughs> it's gone, you know? So, yeah, we're going to all keep our dream journal this week. And we're going to review it at the end of the week, uh, next Tuesday before the next podcast comes out. And I would love, oh my gosh, I would love so much if you wrote to me and told me about the dreams you're having, um, told me, tell me any recurring themes you're noticing, any visitors that you have. I just, for me personally, I'm the kind of witch that even though I, I'm very invested in all of this and I'm very deep into it, I'm a scaredy cat. The few times I have encountered spirits and ghosts, I'm like, ah, no, 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 we're not doing that here. But in my dreams, when it happens, um, I also had a friend that passed away about, gosh, like 10 years ago, uh, almost exactly. Um, uh, And she'll come to me every so often. And we were never even that close as adults, but it's just when someone visits you in a dream, it is the most peaceful love filled exchange exchange. Like it's, it's just so pure and we want to hold on to that. We uh, like, you know, it's, it's the best way that we can be approached by people that we love that have moved on to me because again, I'm a big scaredy cat. <laughs> so I, I don't want any of you to lose that feeling. Because I have lost that feeling and, and not catching on to what had happened for a couple days. And, you know, you just, you already miss that person. You don't want to miss out any more time when you are given the chance to kind of reconnect with them in that plane. So do your homework. Tell me who you see, who comes to you, how you felt about it. Um, you know, any decisions that were made for you. Well, not made for you, but uh, were given to you with clarity. All that stuff. Share it with me. Email me always. I love talking to you. All not you guys caught myself. <laughs> I'm really working on it, I promise. Um uh what else was I about to say? Oh, so you're subconscious. So um, one of the first things when I was getting really deeply back into my witchcraft. Oh my gosh, I just realized that my laundry is done. That is none of you all do not care about that. I just realized she gonna switch my laundry before it mildews. I had to wash everything germaphobe of the year over here. But yeah. When I was getting back into my witchcraft really deeply. Um, and I was, I always knew that dreams were a special connection for me. And that was one area where I was very, very gifted. And it was something that I needed to expand in, um, more and more, you know, what all these years later, I'm still having visions that I don't know what to do with yet, but I'm working on it. We're all a work in progress. Um, I, I became more aware of like how our subconscious plays into everything. And so if you feel ready I would bring your subconscious directly into your dreams and into the conversation tonight, tomorrow, sometime this week when you're practicing dealing with your dreams more and, and with any premonitions or visions that may come to you, came to you, come to you, (laughs) cautious accent. Um, so yeah, the subconscious mind, I don't have a direct spell for it. What I just like to say is, you know, um, to my subconscious mind, I am ready to see what you have for me. I am open to receiving what you have for me. Please share what I need to see. Please share the truth. Please share the reality of XYZ situation. When you give your subconscious that permission, it opens up so much more. (laughs) So, so much more. But it really is, you need to give it permission. You need to say, I am here. I am open. I am willing. And that's what's going to open that door up. Um, doesn't have to stay up in forever. If it's too intense for you, you know, dial it back. Say the opposite of what I just said. Um, it really depends on what you're comfortable with. Um, dream practice, I mean I don't even know if dream practice is an official term, but dream practice is kind of dream prone, dream practice is what I'm calling it. You know, we're we're having to talk about it out loud for an hour or 30 minutes or however long I talked about my luggage. It's um it's something that's going to get stronger. It's something that you have to develop like everything else. So if you open the door to subconscious and it's a little too intense for you right now, close it back up. Um, you're always as a witch allowed to step away from something. You're always allowed, allows. I need to go to take a nap. You're always allowed to close the door that you have opened. If it's just not something you're ready for yet. If, you know, you start doing candle magic and you're finding some intense ass results are coming out of it and you feel like maybe you need to dial it back and just practice more instead of, instead of putting full spells out there. Yeah, do it. No one is going to come in and say, you're not allowed. You've already opened this door and now it's open forever. No, you can seal things back off. It's totally fine. Just like we've learned about cord cutting. You can cut a cord at any time you, you are in control. that's coming up a lot in this episode, right? maybe it's because I feel so frustrated that I can't control my dreams yet and I can't control what they're telling me and what I'm seeing and that's why this is coming up so much and I've, I've felt, I have felt very out of control in the dream sense and also um, with my luggage I guess that's why it's coming up so much but yeah, you exercise the control you do have and surrender yourself to the control you don't have I guess this is the best way to say it so if you want to say, hey, subconscious, chill out, um, I want to take a step back from that. You absolutely can. And if you want to open up your subconscious and go into a deeper state of sleep, a deeper uh, a, dif- a deeper dream state, dream plane, whatever I'm trying to say, um, allow yourself that. You are in control of opening your subconscious as well. Whew! Y'all. Okay. Gosh. it's. I feel like it's been so long since I've done a podcast, even though it's been... Oh, it's been over a week. I mean, that's not it's still not that long. I'm being very dramatic. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. It's just because I feel like I have lived um, a whole year in the past week. I guess that's why I'm feeling so crazy. Anyway, so let's move on to our stone of the week. Last, um, but not least, but and also not last, because I'm also gonna give you a spell at the end. <laughs> I didn't forget. I just, I'm just talking. Hey, how are y'all? Are y'all having a good week? Aside from Mercury, you know, we're just having a conversation. No pressure. <laughs> Okay, our stone of the week. I can't believe I actually haven't done this one yet. It's kind of like the granddaddy, grandmommy, grandwitch, high witch priestess. What do they call it in the book? The witches. What is she called? I keep thinking supreme, but that's definitely American horror story. Anyway, um, there <laughs> the stone for this week, crystal of the week, is going to be clear quartz, right? We should have done that by now. It is, uh, it's everything. It's a mega stone. It's like an amethyst. It just does all things for all people in all ways. So um, there are stones for uh, protection and sleep. There are stones to ward off nightmares. There are stones to help you sleep more deeply. If you're interested in any of those, email me. We can certainly talk about them. But for, um, this episode, talking about dreams, talking about dream work, talking about lucid dreaming, and especially with your homework being in the dream journal a dream recall specifically, that's why we're going to do crystal quartz, clear quartz. What did I call it? <laughs> okay. So clear quartz, you know, which one I'm talking about. Everyone knows the stone Uh, it's sometimes kind of like a, uh, I mean, it's mostly clear, a little bit of like a milky white color to it, just a tiny bit. Um, get it whatever stone you're, get it in whatever stone, get it in whatever form you'd like. If you like to have like the jagged, uh, more textured stone, go for that. If you like the smooth stone, you know me, I like the smooth, usually unless it's like the amethyst. We've talked about it already, which we've talked about already. (laughs) I'm going to keep referencing my referencing. Um, But yeah, so it is a stone for clarity, obviously clear. What could be more clear than that? An actual clear stone. Um, And it's going to help a lot with the lucid dreaming, with being in the dreams and being able to um, not just draw yourself out of it, but to work within the dream itself to, uh, you know, use it and harness it. I feel like I've said the word harness 8,000 times (laughs) in this episode. But harness the information, the dream, the actions in the dream, direct the dream in the way that you need it to go, do work within the dream itself. That is all aided by the power of the clear quartz stone. Clear quartz is not easy for me to say. Any alliterative words I have troubles with, not words, but uh, phrases together. So yeah, Um, I would recommend (laughs) putting it under your pillow, putting it on your nightstands, Light a white candle with it. Bring more clarity into the situation. If you feel comfortable um, sleeping with a candle next to your bed, if you put it in a bowl of water, you should be all good. Um, If you flail in your sleep, maybe don't do the candle. It's better to uh, not have the candle than to burn your house down or to injure yourself or anyone in the room with you, any pets, obviously. So the stone is, of course, um extremely powerful extremely high vibration so it's going its own but i would add in the white candle if you would like under the pillow next to the bed don't just especially if you get like a big hunk of it and it's sharp because it's like the actual crystalline form please don't put it next to you so you roll over and, and impale your poor face or rub your arm on it and you wake up bloody the next morning you know just be careful with it but under the pillow is always a good spot you are directly connecting to where your dreams are going to take place. Um, so yeah, that is my stone of the week this week. And so we're going to use that stone. We're going to put, it again, under the pillow. Do not put it next to you. I, I'm just worried it's like a choking hazard and somehow if it's next to you, it's going to end up in your mouth and then you're going to choke on it. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I want you to always be safe. Listen, we practice our witchcraft in the waking world we practice our witchcraft in our sleep as well, in the dream world, in this dream plane that we all escape to and we go to whether sometimes we want to or not. So, if we're going to be in a place where we are actually taking action in our dreams and then we are using the information from our dreams when we wake up, um, we just want to be as safe about everything as possible. So, be safe in your practice when you're awake, be safe in your practice when you're asleep. Uh, The thing about being as witch is you're always practicing, uh, whether you want to or not sometimes, like me, where I accidentally manifested my luggage being lost and getting sick (laughs) to bring it full circle. So we have talked all about dreams today. We have talked about uh, lucid dreaming. We have talked about sleep paralysis. We have talked about astral projection a tiny bit. We've touched on. Um, please listen, just because I brought it up, do not go do it. Do not go astral project. Do not go on Google and put in astral projection for dummies or beginners and then try to do it. It is something that takes a lot of skill and something that you really should not be doing all loosey goosey. Do not go do it. We will cover it soon. Not soon, but we will cover it, uh, at some point. Just don't go do it because I, I brought it up. Be careful. Get your crystal quartz, put a crystal quartz. Oh my goodness. Crystal quartz, put it on your pillow, vibe out with your dreams, connect to your subconscious. Um, I would suggest when you are going to talk to your subconscious and allow it to open up for you, I would take the crystal quartz and I would place it on my crown chakra um, on your forehead and am I saying that right? Yes. Or uh, your third eye, you know, up in that good area where you're just ready for vital information. Miss, um, you know, in honor of Miss Lori Beth Dinberg. I'm 100, if you get that reference. Of course you get that reference, right? We're all, we know about all that. Um, yeah, so put it there. Talk to your subconscious. Say, hey, I'm ready. I'm open. Whatever information you have for me, I want to receive it. Please show me. Um, It, uh, it never hurts to put in the caveat of, um, but, you know, show me in a way that's safe. Uh, you know, don't allow any harm to come to me in this session. We, we never have to have specific spells, but we always... You can use our words to, to put in the action we want. So crystal quartz, (laughs) that is not my word, is it? Those are not my two words, are they? Under the pillow next to the bed. Don't, don't snag yourself on it in your sleep. Don't accidentally swallow it. I don't know how that would even happen. Just be careful. (laughs) Listen, which disclaimer, uh, fire is involved. Jagged crystals are involved. Um, scissors and knives are involved. Always be careful. Don't, don't ever do anything crazy or or leave your witch tools out. all lots of days of cold. We have to be safe and protect ourselves in the spiritual sense and also in the physical sense and safety first, please. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times I burned myself during cancel (laughs) magic. How many times I rub my hands together, put my energy over the candle, and that flame has leapt up so fast, and I have burned the the shit out of my fingers or my hands. So. Or just, you know, you're trying to light a pesky candle that maybe, um, uh, you know, sometimes they go out on their own if the magic and the spell you're trying to do. If it's not quite there, if there's an obstacle in the way, your flame can extinguish itself before the candle is fully burned through, and thus the, the spell is completed and the magic is fully, like, worked in. So you get those tall candles from, you know, whatever your witch store is, or if you make yourself and you're trying to get that flame down in there to relight with your intention and reset the spell and you're just burning yourself. That happens to me all the time. Listen, no one ever said witchcraft was easy. No one ever said it didn't come without um, job hazards. Here we are. All right, my loves. So that is your stone for the week we have our homework for the week. We are going to write down all of the things that we can remember from our dreams. We are going to get into as much detail as possible. Make sure that you date every entry. Um, so it's, it's not just, you know, it's all strewn together and, and you can't really see the thread or the narrative or, or the messages that are coming through. Also I am, uh, you know, cause who necessarily carries a notebook all the time? I certainly don't. But if something pops into your head during the day, because that's a lot uh, how my dreams work a lot, although maybe because I don't always write them down at the beginning, Uh, at the beginning of my day, at noon, (laughs) when I wake up, Um, I'm an artist, I sleep late, whatever, Uh, (laughs) but uh, yeah, if it comes to you during the day, just randomly, mine just kind of pops in in little envisions too. like, I'll get little pops of the dream that I had. I will just take my phone and use my notes app or text or email or whatever is open draft, whatever. And I will write, I will just write it down be like, Oh, this, I remember this, this happened. This is as clearly as I can see it. I try to just stop for a second, whatever I'm doing, close my eyes. Don't even really think about what I'm writing. Just let the words come through and then I'll kind of review it later. So you don't have to remember everything again, no perfect way to do any of this stuff, do the way that works for you. Um, and that's all we can ask for. So you're going to write it down. If little things pop in, when you do get back to your journal, just, you know, add it in on that same date. We're going to all do that this week, right? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because it's something I have seriously been meaning to do for a long, long time. Um, especially because it's been recommended to me so much by my witchy mentors that I've come to with like, man, I have these visions. I see these things. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Oh, also past life. Um, a lot, I don't want to say a lot of times, but, um, the easiest way for some of us to visit our past life experiences will be through dreams. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in. The the dreams are maybe your your ticket. They may be the easiest way instead of having to necessarily go seek out someone for a regression. Sometimes it's hard to find people and sometimes it's hard to find legitimate people. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that this world, this this witch world, isn't filled. Well, I don't wanna say filled, but with like with anything, there are scammers in any any world, right? There's people that are coming in with the nefarious intentions that want to make money off of other people are, or want to take advantage of other people for whatever dark, gross reasons they may have. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't just blindly trust everyone. Always do your due diligence, do your homework, do your research, um, get a recommendation from someone you trust. I always have recommendations if you need them, but, um, you, you can't always have a past life regression. Maybe you can't afford it. Maybe you just haven't found a person who can do it for you. Maybe you just aren't in the place where you want to be fully regressed, but you're, you're curious and you feel like maybe an issue that you're currently facing is connected to an issue you've had in a past life. <laughs> they usually are. Um, your dreams are a wonderful way to access your past life. Uh, and that is, again, something that your clear. Quartz there we go, can help you with, uh, it's just, it brings so much power into the situation. It brings so much clarity in the situation. It brings a level of protection into the situation. I tend to go into my past lives a lot in my dreams, uh, which is another reason I feel that I personally need to be writing them down. So it's not just because I am having premonitions. It's not just because I want to be able to help with the premonitions I am having. It's because there's so much information about me that I need to know that I'm not just flailing around this lifetime and not paying attention to all the lessons I've learned in the past ones, you know? So that's why the dream journal is so important. If we're doing any kind of dream work, if we are dream prone, (laughs) which is my new term for it, um, you know, every, everything takes a little work, but it's worth it. It's very worth it in the end. Okay. I said, I was going to give you a spell, um, because we are going to be writing, our dreams this week so after you do your full seven days wait today today is wednesday shoot i usually record on tuesday um yeah do it until next tuesday so that will give you no, Thursday, Tuesday. six days did i need to count that or could i just dump that math? <laughs> just seven minus one I never proclaim to be good at um, numbers. I'm not good at numbers at all. So yeah, after you fill up, actually tangibly write down your dreams for the next six days, this is what I want you to write at the end of the last page. Um, Or you can go to a fresh page, the next fresh page, obviously, if you have run out of room on that page um, to kind of just connect this all together and to... uh, um, you know, kind of just put a nice bow on that first, that first week of dream journaling. And I will put this in the episode notes so you don't have to just like stop driving your car right now to try to type this down <laughs> and write it and remember it safety first, right? That's another big theme, I guess this week. Okay. So in my dreams, I see what will come to me. May the answers be clear. May I be healed here. Simple. Simple just a nice little spell. You know, I love a little simple spell. I'm not trying to give you all like stanzas and cadence changes and end rhymes. (laughs) Oh, it is an end rhyme, but you know, we don't need any like pages of iambic pentameter to get a spell out there. Just simple. We're going to embrace in our dreams. What we're seeing, we're going to expect and demand, um, in a, in a positive, uh, non-entitled way that our answers be clear that we're not just receiving, you know, cluttering chaos and we're going to find healing through our dreams and we're going to find information through our dreams and we're going to find past lives through our dreams. All of these things are possibilities and that's why I wanted to do this episode because it's something that has been a recurring theme in my life. It's something that's sticking out that I really, really need to get a handle on and not just let it happen to me. I need to be in control of it happening, you know? within reason I can't obviously control my dreams and everything in every aspect, but if it is such a powerful place of messages and of a powerful part of my witchcraft, then I need to stop neglecting it so much. So I wanted to share that it is a place with me that I do feel like there is, um, you know, there's work to be done. And so if that's the same for you, awesome. We, we will do that work together I, I definitely don't want to ever come off like I am the witch authority. I am the Supreme, right? <laughs> the, the head witching charge. Um, I definitely have places I need to grow. I need to work on and lessons to learn. And I'm learning those lessons along with you. Uh, It was, it was just that what happened this past week that I mentioned in the beginning of this section really, really brought to my attention that I do need to work on it and I needed to share it with you. It was really a word. It spoke to me. Um, You know, I was just, when it's when it's like oh Mercury's going retrograde, we're gonna talk about that. Then those are the episodes. I'm like, here's the clear plan. But if not, then it's just something that will speak to me during the week, and I feel like that is this. <laughs> I feel like then this is the time to bring it to all of you, babies, lovelies, angels, witches out there. So yes, the episode's a little bit late. I um I know you're you're used to that midnight drop. But I did release a little early last week because I was so excited to get that episode to you. Um, and I didn't want to mess. I could not like figure out what time it was in America. Also, to be totally honest. So this is a little bit late today. It's not too late. Only 12 hours. Okay, that is a little late. Uh, but I didn't want to hold it until Thursday or Friday. You deserve your Wednesday episode. We deserve to have our, our weekly coven meeting on Bad Witch Wednesdays. So here you go. Um, if you have any questions about dreams, I know it's such a broad topic and it's something as with everything else, we will always circle back to, we will reference another episodes. Um, but if you have any questions, write me, thebadwitchpodcast at gmail.com. Get those clear quartz crystals (laughs) out under the pillow. You know what to do. We've already went over it, went over it, went over it about 17 times. (laughs) Hey, repetition is how we learn things, right? And, um, get those dream journals out, fill them in for the next six days. I'm going to do it with you. I promise I will do it. You promise me you're going to do it. Yes. Okay. I'm going to believe in that space. You just gave me a resounding yes. And we will be back next Wednesday. Who knows what we're going to talk about? Oh, and I know I also said we're going to talk about, um, like witch travel, traveling as a witch this week, but, that this stuff came up and I thought, you know, no time like the present to talk about it. We can always, I'm always going to go on more trips. We can always talk about it another time. Um, now that it's not important, it just wasn't, it just wasn't what was speaking to me this week. All right. Love you all. I hope you have a Mercury retrograde foolishness free week <laughs> and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Good bye.